Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. We have such a fun episode ahead of us. We have Miss Janae Claiborne on the show today. She is Sweet Potato Soul on Instagram. She's an author. She's a vegan chef. She's a mama, YouTuber, blogger, the whole works. But she has um, been someone I've known for a long time. We did a lot of activism work. Um, I think I met her through PETA originally, but I've just been such a, a fan observing her beautiful meals and her beautiful daughter and all the things. So if you're a mom or a dad or expecting to be one one day, this is a great episode because we recorded this prior to covid and got the hard drive from the office. So we now have a plethora of really cool interviews and episodes that we pre-recorded that we now have our hands on. So I'm so excited to share Janae's segment. Yeah, it'll be an awesome one. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because like I, I listened to it back and it's so weird to hear us in like the second month of being a parent. I think it was the second or third month of being a parent. I yeah, actually, it, was, it was fresh still. It felt fresh and hearing us like talk to her and listen to her insights at the time she had a seven and a half month old. Like it's just, you know, everything changes so quickly. And now Gio is nine months old and just a totally different human being. So hearing us talk about sleep and sleep training and, um, all breast the breast, feeding. yeah, all the breastfeeding issues that we both went to, went through, not you, Janae and I. Yeah. I didn't go through those. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, just to clarify. Clarifying. Yeah. But it's just, um, it's a cool, um, episode because it's just very real and it's very, yeah. Well, she has a lot of great insight to share. Yeah. She's a great Uh, mom. Yeah. It looks like she's doing a fantastic job. Parenting, which I have another, I have a few people in my life that, um, practice attachment parenting and I think it's a really beautiful thing. So, um, but before we get into that, let's, uh, talk about some adulting wins and fails. Do you have one? Let's do that. Um, you don't have one. I do, but they're on the back burner. So let me throw it back to you. Okay. All right. Your win. My win is the fact that we are sitting in a living room that is not our own. Mm. Okay. We have traveled everyone not far, but we're in Indio, California, which is not far from Palm Springs. It's kind of near like Coachella stagecoach world. Reason being is because, uh, we had rented this big, beautiful home for stagecoach And when I found out all of that was out the window, I adjusted the dates for this weekend because I knew it was a long weekend and it's also my mom's 60th birthday. So I was like, oh, we love going to the desert. Let's just go then. Hold on. Shout out to Dina, your mom. Why? If you haven't listened to the mom episode, which was like the fourth or fifth episode that we recorded, you have to, have to, have to listen to that one, which features Dina. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah. So anyways, we, we went for it. It's a very odd time to be anywhere but home. But I will say my win is that we are anywhere but home. Okay. And so I, you stole my win. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, my something fail like that. is, um, 
well, my fail is kind of complicated, but I think my fail is more or less just like the idea, like if this is our very first time traveling while having a kid and it's just different. Like right now we're able to podcast because <laughs> our family is out on a walk or something and yep. we're inside because we have a baby sleeping. So it's like, it's an adjustment to figure out, you know, <laughs> adjustment is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, boy, let me tell you, when you have a kid, your life changes. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're the old fogies, okay? Like, yeah. my aunts and uncles and my mom, they're out walking and we are in here. But I guess that's just the circle of life or the cycle of life. Yeah. You know? It is what it is. It huh? is what it is. But so, you know what? It's been a good trip because, speaking of sleep, um, Gio has slept well and we tried something new. Um we have a playpen that he's in. Okay. We got a mattress on Amazon. Nice, cushy, beautiful one. And a little like dark tent that goes over this playpen. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen normal. people. I saw it on Shark Tank, uh, Shark Tank originally. And then I got sort of like a knockoff one that fit our playpen. But I want them to make an adult size of that. So that it could be like a blackout room. Yeah. I think I'd be so claustrophobic. You would? Yeah. I just think it would be like he'd be in like a dark cocoon. You know That's what I mean? your vibe, not He'd mine. He'd be wrapped up. I think I'm good. But he seems Anyways. to be okay. So, yeah, lots of wins. And, you know, I guess it's kind of a fail, but it's just we have to accept that our reality has changed. And here we are. Yeah. Stuck it at not our home. <laughs> not our home. But it's, 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 I mean, it's a good thing. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's been great to like just be in a different environment, you know? Mm-hmm. We, uh, have a look at the calendar for this one for like what, months at this well, point. Well, I booked this house last year. No, I know. Coach. I know. Yeah. But then when we knew it was pushed back, we knew of 4th of July. I actually forgot about it for a while, but like, you know, we got into May and I started thinking about it and I'm like, that sounds really nice right now. I know. It's and just, there's like nothing to do out here, right? You just hang out at the house, go in the pool, and you cook. go for a walk. You or literally whatever, eat cook, all day. Eat, yeah. Maybe drink a little bit. Um, but it's like it's just been so good to just not do that at home. You know what I mean? Just 100%. like be out in the world a little. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Um, do you have an adulting is? Yeah, I do. Oh, really? Um, okay. I do. Yeah, I think Spit I have a strong out. adulting is what? this time around. Okay. Right? And it leads into us traveling. Um, but it's it, it all comes in the form of preparation and organization. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Okay, yes. So this is the first trip, obviously, that we've taken with Gio. Um, so I had to pack like an adult. Stuff, <laughs> right? I've never packed like this. We're the kind of people that like wing it. We do it the for night before trips? or the morning of. Oh. I used to fly so much for work and whatever. And it's, it was just like back to back to back We'd to back. We bring the minimal. Yeah. And you, we just always did it last minute. And this is what I said. It was like, I never had the time to think about like getting prepared earlier and like being ready to go. We so, just didn't care. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we had the but time. No, I felt like I didn't. Okay, but think back. We had the time. We had the time before Geo. Exactly. But so, we were still busy. Like, yeah. we were still hustling as much as we could. Yeah. Anyways, so um, it was just one little step that I took. I, I went to Ace Hardware mm-hmm. in Studio City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I saw these storage mm-hmm. containers, you know, like stuff that you like. Pack like Halloween costumes in. Right. And they'd be in the garage on a yes, shelf or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I picked up a couple of those bad boys mm-hmm. and we used those to pack Brilliant. and organize Geo's stuff. Brilliant. Which I feel like move. it's such a little move, but I feel like that's a real adult thing. And and the better move was we did this the night prior to us leaving while Gio was asleep and we can like really get organized. One tub was all delegated for like kitchen and snacks and whatever food, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was his stuff. So I packed his monitor in there. I packed his favorite toys. I packed his bag of clothes, diapers, wipes, the whole thing. Yep. Um, what else did I bring that was, Oh, his, um, his sound machine had yep. to go in there. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that but was like, did all that last. fit in the container? Everything was in that one tub. Okay. Mind you, we didn't just pack. I did two have containers. a fail. What's the fail? I went through all the work all the work imagine you have this really heavy duty monitor whatever i go through all the work to you know whatever bring it and i had and it broke in the car so we are not out on a walk because we have no act not that we would we would never leave the house if Gio was asleep but like we don't even feel comfortable going outside because we have no means of like hearing or seeing him 
So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that's yeah. another little fail. I think that's normal. We're learning. I think the other fail is too, if I if if I may, mm-hmm. is overpacking the containers. Oh, stop! So that when Dada comes in to put the lid on, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Okay, but wouldn't which, you rather which be Which looks more like prepared? every cupboard in our house. Adulting is being prepared. What's uh, what's prepared? Also, adulting is, why did you only get two storage containers? I thought two was a good number. Three would have been it was great. My, it was my first time. I was like, let me just give this a trial. You're so conservative. I'm not, I'm not fully how committing. Many, how much was It's were, frugal. How much were they? $8. Yeah, exactly. Okay? <laughs> and those are life, those are like things that you buy once. Okay? Okay, l- let me tell you this. The only reason I didn't buy more is because I wasn't jazzed on them. I mean, I spent eight bucks. They look like eight bucks. Sure. You know what I mean? I wanted some heavier, dutier ones, and I would have invested in those. Wow. Well, how much would but you spend on a storage bin? Depends how nice it was. Depends how long I thought I'd have it. Wow. That's a lot it's of called investing. Process. Okay. I do that with every consumer good. Yeah, we know. Okay. It's a real <laughs> fun time. Um, I don't have an adulting is. Um, you know, I just feel like. I don't really know what vacation means anymore because it's so different. And really the only time where I felt like I'm like indulging a little bit is like, because everyone's been cooking. Cause what happened was we all decided to bring groceries. We're Italian. So it's like next level food situation. Or honestly, I think my whole family has the same anxieties around food that I do. Like you just never want to run out. It's just going all day. It's all day. Yeah. I mean, we probably had six meals today. Yeah, which is not a problem. Not a problem at all. But that is my my new thing where I'm like, ooh, this is this is what I have to look forward to. Uh, but that's a good thing to look forward to. I think that's pretty normal. Sure is when you're you know nine months postpartum. And I guess still yeah, trying yeah. to. Well, sure is for me too when you're just me. Yeah, you know? whatever. I, f- I think a lot of people feel the same way. I'll tell you this: another win is with your aunts here, mm-hmm. who just love kids, love babies, yeah. or whatever. We got a much needed break. It's not like we can just step away for two days or whatever. And no, just but even the five minute increment breaks or like this morning. Or 30 or yeah, when you've like taken him out. Dad, dad goes out in the pool for an hour or two. Yeah, you've had many breaks. I've Let's had some breaks. Real. Okay. But I did say on the drive up, which by the way, you guys, if anyone has ever driven long distance with a child, it's a little terrifying. And I was well, we not didn't really know. I didn't know what to expect, but I was nervous because we've driven very short distances before and he's been a maniac. Yeah, we've talked about I mean he can barely go an hour in the car. So when I knew we were in for two, maybe three hours with traffic, maybe more, I was terrified. So what I did was little pro tip <laughs> or at least I think did it was. Did you worked. get this tip from somebody else or is this something? No, it was just, just something I thought of. Okay. I said we are going to leave between 10 and 11 a.m. Gio normally takes a nap at 9 a.m. So we're going to skip that nap and we're going to make sure that he's well and tired and we're going to hopefully combine a portion of his first nap and a portion of his second nap into one very long, long nap. And what happened? Uh, it went well. It went pretty well. It didn't work out just like that, but he napped like it the didn't. first hour or so in the car. And then we stopped to get food. And he woke up, and when he wakes up and he decides he wants out, you get him out <laughs> or you suffer the consequences. So oh we got him out. We had a little stop. Uh, if you ever, you know, driven from L.A. to Palm Springs or the Palm Springs area, I think when you go through Redlands, mm-hmm. um, there's a place called... Uh, Plant Power Food. Plant Power Food. There That's you go. That's it's called, right? I think so. It's like a fast food restaurant. It's almost like an in and out, but it's bomb. It's so good. We've stopped there every time we've like gone that way. And it was great. It was the perfect break for us, for Gio. Gio was able to eat. We were able to eat. We just sat there for a while. And then by the time we put him back in his car seat, like magic, you guys, we got back in the, on the, in the car, back on the road. No, we were in the car the whole time, but we got back on the road and he passed out within moments. Yep. It's the way you want it. Oh, I just want to know so how tomorrow is going to go. You know, I don't know what that's going to be like, but what, what's going to be like? Home. It's going to be the same. I know. You got to we'll be optimistic. Exact, I know. I know. We're going to. He's yeah. going to be fine, even if he cries a little bit. It is what it is. Like you know, a lot of that stuff's out of our control. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of um, things that are out of our control, why don't we take a quick break? Come back with Janae. Now, keep in mind, this is an older uh, chat that we had, so it's actually quite interesting. I would absolutely stay tuned because 
like I said, if you're a parent or a new parent or, I mean, it really doesn't matter. It's, it's kind of a fascinating conversation just because there's so much to learn in the first few months of being a parent. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with Miss Sweet Potato Soul. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. I am so excited to be talking about Go Macro Kids. I mentioned them last time just organically because I fell in love with the Go Macro Kids bars. Um, But now we can officially announce that Go Macro is introducing Go Macro Kids. Go Macro's brand new kids macro bars are made with simple, responsibly sourced ingredients, providing goodness that both kids and parents can agree on. Yeah, and uh, they're healthy, delicious, and come in four picky eater approved flavors. Chocolate chip cookie dough, peanut butter cup, double chocolate brownie, and oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. And I will say my favorite so far is the chocolate chip cookie dough. I can smack those. Yeah, so that was good. amazing. <laughs> um, a better future starts with our kids. Every time you give a child a macro bar, you're sharing the power of sustainability, the importance of giving back, and the joy of a plant-based lifestyle with the next generation. So important. So get your hands on Go Macro's brand new kids macro bars by going to gomacro.com and using our code ADULTING for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. Go now. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Oh my goodness, Janae, you're here. I'm here. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. First of all, I owe you big time because I know how hard it is to get away when you have a little one. She's napping. Oh, she's napping? Okay, so right off the top of the show, I need to know, are you guys on like a really good schedule now? Much better. Much better? Yeah, because we were were doing what you might call attachment parenting for most of her life so far. So up until... About seven, seven and a half months, I started, I was I was laying down with her every time she needed to nap. Okay. When she went to bed at night, I laid down and I went to bed with her mm-hmm. and I had to nurse her to sleep mm. all the time. Wow. The only way I didn't have to lay down and nurse her was if I like put her in the, the baby carrier mm-hmm. and would like rock her or go for a long walk or my husband would rock her, like bounce on that bouncy yeah. you know, exercise ball or... Sometimes, if you put her in the the stroller lying down and you went for a very long walk, she would fall asleep. So I would do, like, my stroller workouts back then and, like, because she would be asleep the whole time. But, you know, just, like, going back to work and needing my own time where I just – I cannot lay down every 90 minutes with my baby, I had to sleep train her. So we started – At what point did you do that? So that was, like, seven and a half months. Okay. And it – she wasn't, you know, they say when you sleep chain, it should take like a couple weeks tops. Mm-hmm. But for her, like, is she, I'm like, is she even sleep trained? I guess so. Yeah. The, the oh, goal. at this point. Yeah, even at this point. Because oh. it's not like she sleeps through the night. Wait, okay. how many times did she wake up? Last night, twice. Last okay. night, I thought she See, was going to only night. do one. Yeah, that's pretty good. But she's almost a year. So this yeah. is something for us to know. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's a little baby, then it, you expect like twice is like, that's like you've slept through the night. Yeah. What? But- I'm so glad you're telling me this. You have no yeah. idea how many moms have told me, why isn't your baby sleeping through the night? He's way big enough. I don't understand that because he's only three months. Okay. I don't understand that. And I have not met anybody in my in person. Mm-hmm. I've only read about that stuff on the internet. I've yeah. never met anybody <laughs> who that actually is true for. Those are At aliens three then online. Yeah. Oh. And I think people lie. Oh my gosh. I think I they want to the just feel thing. good. Why? I think they want to feel like what they're doing, yeah. like they're succeeding. Mm. And they don't want to admit that, you know, you don't have full control over your baby. And, mm. you know, Daniela was kind of that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she'd admit it, but I think she wanted to think the picture was better than what it really was That's, in yeah. the beginning. I was protecting him because yeah. I didn't want people to shame us for not. Having yes. him, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I felt like they were they were putting bad juju on him. Like mm-hmm. what's wrong? Why isn't he sleeping? Yes. What's wrong with your milk? Exactly. Why aren't you doing this routine? And why isn't he on a yep. strict schedule? And I felt like I don't want that energy on him. Like exactly, he and was at the time he was only like seven weeks old. Right. We were getting this so <laughs> tiny, and and people. People, they do you do it to each other because it's like I know I feel like I should be doing it yes. all right in, in this way, and you know there's sort of a feeling of I, I think when you're a new parent, there's this feeling of like we're judging each other mm-hmm. because because other people have judged us, and like none of us know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and we like we're so used to in our lives having con- more control over everything, mm-hmm. and I don't know maybe it's like a 
I don't know. I, I'll, most of my friends are here in L.A. or in New York. But, like, these more – these cities where we don't have that much help, mm-hmm. you know, our families around necessarily, and we're doing a lot of it on our own. We're working moms and yeah. dads. And I feel like it just we put, like, extra pressure on ourselves. Mm-hmm. 100%. And we're just passing that on for I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. But the truth of the matter is my daughter, last night, she woke up twice in the middle of the night. I, I put her I, – I think I'm too sleepy to just sit up and nurse her back to uh-huh. sleep. So I grab her from the crib. She Her crib is in the room with us. Mm-hmm. I put her in the bed with us. I nurse her until she falls back to sleep. And then I put her back in the crib. Like, so I get up. If she wakes up twice, that means I've gotten up four times because pick her up, bring her in. Ah. Her back, you know? Yeah. Whoa, I don't so want to count how, how many times I'm getting when up. When she wakes up. She, she, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it I'm takes trying a to ignore quick her. nurse or a long, yeah, yeah full I, feed. What, usually what I do, she'll start to like whimper mm-hmm. or she'll mm-hmm. say, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> oh. It's oh so gosh. cute. It's really, really cute. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, God. So honestly, I'm so used to nursing her, like, to sleep yeah that i mean for me like even if she's i will often wake up before she wakes up and i'll i'll like have an urge to nurse her yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and so now i'm trying to ignore her so hoping she'll go right back to sleep Mm -hmm. rather than just like jump up oh my baby because she doesn't she's not hungry she just wants that like it's a pacifying yeah and she never would take a pacifier only the breast oh my gosh so i try to ignore her and if she doesn't go back to sleep within like five minutes now i can't go back to sleep after that so Uh i have to get her into the bed with Mm -hmm. me unless i sleep in a different room but we live in a tiny tiny place Mm -hmm. a tiny one one bedroom so the alternative would be me sleeping on my uncomfortable Couch. sofa. Yeah. 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 It's not worth it. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is, is your husband getting up at all at this point? No. <laughs> no. But, I uh, see, people would, again, look at me and kind of shame us for him not getting up for the first, like, couple months because mm-hmm. I – no, they would say like, oh, well, why doesn't Andrew help you? Why don't you just pump and make him a bottle and he could feed him? And I said, mm. no, that's like not what it is for us. No. And also like for me personally, I didn't want to. I like nursing her. I hate mm-hmm. pumping. Same. <laughs> but oh I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if anyone likes pumping. Even people who are exclusively pumping, it's like, oh, I, that's what I have yeah. to do. Yeah. I actually had to exclusively pump for from week two of her life to week four because we were having breastfeeding issues and I didn't mm. know I didn't know until week two mm. so I thought we were doing fine with breastfeeding we had lactation consultants up till week two but then she wasn't gaining weight back mm. and so we realized she's not actually getting enough milk so I started pumping exclusively and feeding her the bottle every three hours during the or two hours during the day three hours at night so then what would happen was we'd wake up the baby, I would pump, and while I was pumping, or immediately after, I would hand the milk to my husband, Max, and mm-hmm. he would give her the bottle, mm-hmm. and then I'd go back to sleep. Now, because I had to do that for two weeks, mm-hmm. and it felt like two years, yeah, I oh, yeah. don't like pumping. I so I'd much rather just me feed her. Also, you know, if you're breastfeeding all through the night, if you don't want to have your period back, you won't usually get it back right as opposed to you're pumping like during Mm. the day and you're sleeping through the night and your husband's doing all the wake-ups then you know you're more some people don't care if they have their period back i don't i didn't want that whoa 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 my mind just blew (laughs) up what first of all i'm sorry that i don't know these things because i feel like everyone's (laughs) listening like going why don't you read a damn book no 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 a lot of people don't know like such a friggin' clueless human (laughs) but like i went into all of this very like la-di-da-di-da i had a great pregnancy Mm -hmm. this is all intuitive i'm gonna figure it out as i go and Mm -hmm. then i keep learning things from people along the way so that's news to me yeah because i was just told him the other day (laughs) you're actually gonna (laughs) laugh here it is um i took a pregnancy test oh wow really because he started spitting up more than usual Uh and this is like a new thing for him Uh so we researched why do babies spit up we no we both searched it that's why when you told me that i said oh okay so andrew goes so i looked it up and it said it could be because your milk changes when you're pregnant wow and i went "Uh Uh uh-huh and then i went actually i read that before and i was too nervous to admit that i saw that so i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna just take a test oh my god that would be crazy would be be now i'm glad you say that because some people have said to us why don't you just go for another now Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who are these people? Yeah. I don't know. Crazy so people. people. Crazy. That's a no for me. <laughs> what? So we took 
to like get it all night. away. Yeah. Wow. And I was a no. I hope it's negative. No, it was a, no, oh, it was a negative. But I just was like, could you even imagine? Right? Like we had to go down that rabbit hole for the two minutes while we waited for the That's test crazy. to show up. And you imagine, I don't, did you have any morning sickness or anything? No, I didn't. I oh, see. Good. I got lucky with the pregnancy good. part. The postpartum thing has been a mm. lot for me. I ha- ended up having to have an emergency C-section. Yeah. Now, I actually want to talk about your birth story real quick because mm-hmm. I think we went into I went into it wanting mm-hmm. what you were lucky enough mm-hmm. to have. Um, so tell me a little bit about, like, I mean, if you're open to it. Yeah. Because I know you did a YouTube video, so I'm sure yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you... Well, if I could edit it a little, uh-huh. I, my, my birth, I would sure. have had it a lot shorter. Okay. Because, you know, I was in my labor uh, was 37 hours. Wow. That's a bit long. That's wow. a little long. All You know, I did it ho- at home. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of crazy. But it was, I I think it was, it was wonderful because I, were you planning on having a home birth? Or we initially, yeah, we kind of went back and forth. No, we were going to do it at a birthing center yeah. um, in a bathtub. Yeah. And then, yeah, a couple complications and I ended up mm. having, yeah, a C-section. But yeah. I'm so fascinated by people that ended up doing it that way yeah. because it's so beautiful. And, it was. Yeah. It was. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like looking back. Yeah. Everything, like for example, I was really attached to. I wanted to do something with the placenta, and I ah. still have it in my freezer. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It was at a, home. At home. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. At your home. freezer at home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyone a want big some ice with that drink? Right. <laughs> so only. What is that? Aside from aside from my cat food, that's the only you know animal yeah. product because I yeah, you know I'm sure. an animal in the house. So it's weird. It's hidden at the bottom. It grosses me out to look at it because it just looks like a slab of uh-huh. meat, and it's in like it's in like three layers of um, plastic Ziploc bags. Uh-huh. And but I really wanted to do something with it, not eat it, not take it as a pill, uh-huh. but like bury it to something symbolic cool. because my birth, you know, was nice, and and the the placenta was in the shape of a heart. Oh my god! And I just think it's like a part of my baby. Mm. But now, eleven months later, I'm like, I should just I get rid of it. it. Just, yeah. I still haven't done anything <laughs> with it. I'm like, oh, I'm not even attached to that yeah. anymore. Basically. Isn't it funny how like I, I I'm sure you might understand this because prior to giving birth, I was really attached to the experience yeah. of the birth. Yeah, I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be this, 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 and this, and I'm going to remember it forever. Yeah, right? And then <laughs> it turns out it happened, and I mourned the experience a teeny bit for like yeah. a second, and then I was like, damn, that was cool. Right? Now I'm like, move now on. I'm a mom, and let's yes. do that part now. Right? That's and the that's thing. so consuming that like the birth right. almost like I, it's almost like a blur now. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I remember like. I remember the feeling of like having practice contractions the day before I went into labor mm. and thinking like this is my this is going to be the day or mm. this is my hap- it might happen now and then the night I went into contractions it was really like midnight on a Monday morning and I remember like being in the tub and going through my contractions but that was like early labor yeah like the, the real labor of, yeah nuts. 37 hours and oh. but it was intense but I just remember like because my labor was so long and it was mostly not active labor. Oh, and I was sick the whole entire time, oh my pretty gosh. much. I was throwing up, <gasps> diarrhea. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, this nothing is the stuff that people need to hear, to yeah. be honest. It because, was crazy. Yeah. Well, they always say, like, when you, when I was, like, reading about this, they would say that um, go, throwing up and diarrhea, that's a sign of... Obviously, like your labor is beginning, but when it like ramps up, when you're already in labor, that's a sign of you're in active labor and the baby's coming soon. Mm. But for me, mm. it was I was doing that for like two days, a day and a half straight. What? Well, not really. Like in the last few hours, the last, I don't know, maybe 10, 6, 10 hours, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was not because I had nothing left inside yeah. of me to come oh, out. All I was girl. able to keep down was very small sips of water. That's it. So the you worst. <laughs> thank you. The worst part about my labor probably wasn't even the contractions. I can I don't remember them that well. Maybe your body doesn't That's let you amazing. remember them. But it was just like the, being on the toilet and like yeah, throwing up and like awful. not being able to eat anything, not being able to sleep. You know, more oh, than five minutes. Bless you guys. Oh, right. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you're thank incredible. You. It is so, so crazy. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Did you know right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? 
That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make you breakfast in bed with Belgian waffles and fresh fruit compote? (laughs) As nice as that sounds, that's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Now that you're like, we're past that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're a full-blown mom. Like, And yeah. I say that with so much respect because we're in it three months and it feels like the idea of having an almost one-year-old yeah. seems so far away, Easy. even though it's flying by as yeah, we go. Yeah. Can you tell me what it's like to be... You know, you have a cookbook that just came out, Sweet Potato Soul, which is very exciting. And I heard you went on your book tour and all the things. So Mm -hmm. what has it been like? I mean, that's all simultaneously while you have this baby. Like, how are you doing it all? Well, so the book came out before I had her, actually. So in the beginning of 2018. So February 2018. And then, like, for now, well, when I had her, I planned ahead of time to take off three months I wasn't going to do any work, social of media course. too. No I saw. social media. I yeah, I didn't go. I didn't. I del- deleted all the apps off wow. my phone for the first month. First three months I didn't work, but the first month, as soon as she was born, no anything. Wow. And actually, I ended up was doing that tough? six weeks. Sorry to interrupt. What, no, it wasn't tough. It was so easy. I ended up doing six weeks, and I started like at six weeks. I was like, you know. I should post again. I should just like tell people like I'm okay. I had a baby, but I didn't like I didn't I didn't like want to kick scroll and connect. I just Uh like I should just post. You just want to tell the story. Just want to tell the story, right? But it was so so easy for me. I'm not like I like sharing, but I'm also very a private person, Mm -hmm. so it's very difficult for me too. Like if you if I'm posting about myself or my life, it is it is like. There's a lot of effort that went in me, into me, like ah, doing, doing it. it. Yeah. It's not uh-huh. natural at all for me. I, I still to this day, I forget to post like to stories and such. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be doing this every day, but I wow. literally forget to post. I just, I'm not a sharer. But so I went on, you know, maternity leave, which was amazing because you know we had those challenges in the first few weeks, and then just being with her and just being a new mom, it was you know a lot to go through. So I needed that time, and uh, you know we just made sure to like I pay I paid myself I pay myself yeah. every month for my business, so I still paid myself yeah. paid paid maternity leave love it that whole time and. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I I remember when she turned three months, the day she turned yeah. three months, and it's it was actually the one year anniversary of our wedding as well because we got I got pregnant like on our honeymoon like right after. That's so cute! Oh, wow. That's so cool. she turned three months that day, and it feels like I remember this that time as like that was when she, her personality was really really coming out. Uh-huh. Around two months, she started like smiling and stuff. I think. Yeah. I don't remember, but yeah, she started smiling, but her personality was starting to come out and I started feeling like I really got a hang of this mom thing. I've been going to a mommy and me group since she was six weeks old. The day she turned six weeks is the day I started going to this That's mommy like and me when group. I started, right? Oh, good. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And she swears best, by it. Right? So I know. It's like therapy. It's like therapy. <laughs> I, I don't even call it mommy and me. I'm like, when's our next therapy session? Yeah. <laughs> It's so necessary. Yeah. For, that's one thing. Like when I'm talking to other new moms who don't have a sort of community around them, I'm like super. That's like the number one thing I encourage. Yes. Like even if because I'm a private person and I'm homebody. Same. Um, but that mm-hmm. like I always want to get out of the house to go to that. Mm-hmm. I, I can see how it's so powerful because yeah. when you become a parent, right? It's the most amazing thing, but it's also the most challenging thing that right. at least we've ever been through. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can feel really isolated. Yeah, because you're kind of like, especially if you're following a routine, you're you're at your house twenty four seven, right? And if you're doing things, uh, what I would think is the right way at this point, because mm-hmm. we did it a little differently, um, you're not having many visitors come by Mm-mm. just because you don't want to get the baby sick mm-hmm. or whatever. So you're literally at home, and you're going through what you know for us is the toughest thing you've ever gone through, basically yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, and, and we a, didn't have a t- well. We had family and friends nearby, yeah. but like some people have, like their mom stay with them yep. for weeks on end. And I was just like, no, I think I got this. We're yep. good, and like didn't need that. And yeah, yeah. I wish now looking back, I do wish 
I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't have been able to change it necessarily, but I do wish that I had more family around mm. and like more support in the home. My, mm-hmm. my mother in law came the first like few days after she was born and, but then she left mm-hmm. and then we really didn't have the challenges until like the third, the second and third and fourth week. And then mm-hmm. my parents, my mom came at like week four, mm-hmm. but you know, she was only there for like a weekend. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, know? So. And you, no one knows your baby at that point like no. you do. So yeah. it's like, even if someone wants to help, it's almost like, at least for me, I was like, Ugh, like it was hard for me to yeah. like even hand over yes. any control whatsoever. Because yes. I was still trying to figure it out. And that was one of the reasons why we decided um, we didn't want like a postpartum doula or we didn't want mm-hmm. a sleep um, nurse or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just was like, no, I want to learn him. I want to be there every step of yeah. the way. And even though it was probably more challenging to go about it that way I feel you know I'm yeah. a little stronger from yeah you it. are and it's such a short amount of time yeah right? it is mm-hmm. it is and in hindsight like yeah it, it is a short yeah. amount of time that's the crazy part it it's really like, is it felt like when I remember in those early days it felt like like I said those two weeks where we had breastfeeding problems felt like two years mm-hmm. now looking back it was like it still had it felt like that mm-hmm. but I can't believe it was just like a blip yep just a blip. And now, by the way, the breastfeeding is, like, obviously fine. Yeah, yeah no, And same. she's breastfeeding all the time Amazing. still. Yeah. Amazing. But I didn't think, I remember thinking then, like, we're never going to, you know, be able to breastfeed. I'm going to be pumping with this machine the whole time just Ugh. to avoid giving her formula. And uh-huh. I just, I was so, like, pessimistic about how it would turn out. Yeah. But, it it's fine. hard it when you're like, yeah, in it because like the days mm-hmm. feel like it's so mm-hmm. consuming. It's the only thing you're thinking about. Exactly. And all you want to do is be able to care for your baby in the exactly. best way that you know how. And it's like, yeah, if yeah. you choose to breastfeed, that's one of the reasons. It, it is a challenge. It's just a huge yep. hurdle. I had, a, I had a lot of infections and mm. things that I had to fight through. And yep. I feel so much better having fought through them yeah, now. Right? But it, it's still very demanding. Yeah. It's a very demanding job. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the breastfeeding thing is mind-blowing, yeah. especially for the guy. Like, I knew nothing about it going yeah. into it, right? Because why would I? Um, but I know Daniela wants to do it as long as she possibly can. Yeah. Is that your plan as well? That's, yeah, same. Okay. same. I'm wondering, I'm a little nervous about, so my daughter has two bottom teeth and Whoa. she's had them for like <laughs> since seven months. But you know, when they're sucking, their tongue is, yeah. they're not, yeah. she doesn't bite. But I'm concerned a little about the top teeth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She started teething, I think last Friday it oh. was. And so the top teeth are coming in. You can't see them yet, but there's little slits where mm. they're going to come. Uh-oh. So I'm like, how's that going to work? Oh, my yeah. God. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had friends that have nursed kids with full mouths of teeth. Mm-hmm. So I think it's yeah. just it's something you just do. Yeah. I I, yeah. I mean, it's all a trip. In the beginning, I was like, <laughs> this is the most painful thing I've ever experienced mm-hmm. in my life. And now it doesn't feel like anything. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's a progression. So exactly. you now are feeding her real food, correct? Yeah. I wanted to ask you about that because it sounds crazy, but we're actually thinking about introducing food earlier than most just because we've had the sleep um, challenges Mm -hmm. with him. And if it were like he were getting up twice a night, then I'd be like, what's the big deal? We're Mm -hmm. good. Like I can handle that. But it's sometimes like six, seven, eight. Like every hour. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she went through that too. And it could be a regression that we're just yeah. like really in right now. Yeah. Um, but I want to potentially introduce food just to give him a little bit more substance in his stomach like mm-hmm. at night. So what what sort of foods, what sort of beautiful vegan foods <laughs> are you are you feeding Baby J? Well, Baby J, she didn't start eating solids until eight months. I know. I saw that on your yeah. Instagram. Believe me, I was like, when did you start feeding <laughs> it's her? later. Yeah. But it, I started introducing her well before that. I think it's – I think I would just like give her – like let her – like she would like lick on try a banana something. or yeah, try something but she like she didn't know it was food uh-huh. you know just like how she if you give her a toy she right like, right right like, this it. one has a taste yeah. it's different but she wouldn't actually swallow anything and then the day mm. she was turned eight months was a f- and i started I, I remember starting at like seven months i think it was sitting her down every single day same routine putting food in her little mm-hmm. high chair and letting her maybe eat it mm-hmm. but she did not eat anything until the day she turned eight months so it's the first day she actually swallowed anything so and then since then it was a little slow and she would like make like these incredibly disgusted faces whenever <laughs> i'd give her anything but now she's at the point where she'll eat anything you put in front of her wow she's so interested in it and I, t- I still, I, you know, she's mostly breastfed. Mm-hmm. I will give her solids once to twice a 
day and she's not eating that much but she'll have like maybe as you know sometimes she'll do as much as a half of an avocado wow yeah she'll tear that avocado up she she can eat a whole banana but i'm like you're too little you don't yeah, need to eat a whole banana. Big banana yeah that's like yeah, a whole food it's huge mm-hmm. um she loves i give her like a little bit of my oatmeal in the morning when i eat it or like teff porridge quinoa flakes quinoa wow. Um, a lot of peas, and I don't give her any canned food, yeah. so I haven't given her regular beans, but just peas and lentils, things mm. that I cook fresh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she seems, and sometimes I give her just like what we're eating, like That's even cool. if it's like something like a curry Cooked or something. Yeah, yeah, sure, just whatever. Give a little taste. Yeah, and she she likes <gasps> so it. So exciting, and she's been good. She's never had any gastro issues. Oh, so even like with me with breastfeeding, really, never. What's that like? What? Never. <laughs> Our little man has Wait, all so the issues. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like no gas? Because like, I think what we're talking about is like he's a burper, right? Yeah. Did she burp quite a bit? Yeah, like regular. Like like after she finishes nursing, uh-huh. I, I will burp her. Yeah. And, she's and then a, what about she hiccups a lot? Oh, okay. Yeah, but he nothing dis- once in a while. No, yeah. no this guy like like when we lay him down for na- to a nap or uh-huh. sleep or whatever, he's woken up by like needing to burp. Oh. And they're, they're like full adult sized burps. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They're belches. <laughs> yeah, it's just his, this sounds like gas. Is he sleeping on his belly? No. Yeah. Did she that, sleep on her belly? No. She oh. does now, uh-huh. but she didn't start. And we let her, she wouldn't let us put her down on her belly to sleep. Mm-hmm. She, If you put her down like that, she would. Cry. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I would nurse her to sleep. And if I tried to put her on her belly to, like, get up, she would wake up right away. Gotcha. I'm like, uh-uh, no. Yeah. You'd have to put her on her back. Because um, she got so used to it. every time she was on her belly thinking it's tummy, tummy time. time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why yeah. am I sleeping? So eventually she started sleeping on her belly on her own naturally. Mm. And But my, um, I think it was an OT that I went to or maybe a lactation consultant, one of them was telling us that the baby, if you sleep them on their belly or even after after you've nursed them, if you just rest them on their belly, like on on the top of a nursing pillow mm-hmm. and rub their backs and burp them that way, Whoa. then that's really helpful for digestion. Ah, okay. Interesting, because that's so counterintuitive to what I've thought, just because I feel like if yeah, he's pressing. facing downward on his yeah. tummy, he might spit up or, yeah. you know, gag or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but that's that. a, I think it was the OT, because we were mm-hmm. going to an OT to figure out, like the breastfeeding issues gotcha. with her. She had some, I think she just had like a weak suck was mm. the issue. So we had to go to Not someone. Gio's problem. No. <laughs> Gio latches like it's a friggin' magnet. He oh my did God. skin to skin and he, the kid latched. Oh my God. It was a trip. And was I was like, so I'm ready. grateful for that because <laughs> I'm sure you can understand like throughout my pregnancy or your pregnancy, I was like, please just be a good breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> please just latch and don't have right? too many issues. But again, like I feel like it would be impossible to say that you could breastfeed without any issues. No. I know. I didn't I know. hear about complications prior to it's even crazy. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. no I'm, one really told me that there's a number so of infections much. or clogs yep. or challenges or yep. you know I even got I got two I got mastitis twice me too but recently not oh, even early schnitzel you're kidding and honestly I think for me a lot of it, it was like a month and a half ago I think a lot of it was stress yeah because I until I had her I would never get sick cold mm. things mm-hmm. like like nothing and I got mastitis twice in two weeks, and that was pretty recently. And I think it was just because, yeah, it's just stressed out about yeah. work, really. Sure. Balancing it all is mm-hmm. tricky. Mm-hmm. And then that got my immune system now. Mm-hmm. I was even thinking if it was, like, just, like, like it's like an anxiety thing. Sure. I was saying, it isn't mastitis because I was really sick. I had my breast sore. I had yep. I got plugged ducts in each mm-hmm. breast. And I was, you know, fever, mm-hmm. laying up in bed, crazy chills and all yes, that. Girl. And I was like, is this mm-hmm. actually mastitis or is it like a panic attack? It was like, oh. I'm, I know it was mastitis, but yeah. no, I know. still, it might have, I think it was brought on. It could have been by, induced by yeah, stress. Yeah. By stress. Wow. I'm just blown away by you because we were scanning through your, your feed recently and it is so gorgeous and curated so Thank beautifully you. with so much beautiful food. And nice. I'm like so pumped for you. I think it's so awesome to see a mom just like out there. <laughs> you're you're an activist, right? Like you're doing things. That's how we met originally, yep, right? Exactly. Doing yeah. animal activism. Yeah. yeah. And then you have your beautiful cookbook, your YouTube that's constantly like being uploaded to, which uh, that's a whole conversation in Ooh. itself. How do you do that and manage? <laughs> it's not amazing. easy. <laughs> um, and I would love for you to share where everyone can follow you and also check out your new book. Yes, you can find me at 
sweetpotatosoul.com or Sweet Potato Soul on social media mm-hmm. or on YouTube, Sweet Potato Soul. And of course, my book is also called Sweet Potato Soul. So Amazing. just remember <laughs> that. And you could do just a quick Google search and you'll find it everywhere. Oh, so everywhere cool. And you're coming up on almost 10 years of being yes. vegan, yeah? Well, no, not. Oh, wait. Am I, I saw your Instagram post. Nine, it sounded like. It'd be nine years vegan this year oh gotcha wow. okay. 10 years Almost 10 doing years. the blog though. maybe that's what it is you created Sweet Potato yep. Soul yeah. February 2nd 2010 I started Sweet Potato Soul oh amazing one mm-hmm. last thing yeah, before we go, go. okay so for uh, I'm, I'm newly plant based nice I'm giving it a real go now <laughs> um, for anyone in my position or just looking to experiment a little bit more mm-hmm. what do you think is the first recipe from Sweet Potato Soul mm-hmm. that a newbie should try Ooh, hmm. There's so many. You know, do you like? Okay, most people like meatballs, right? Mm-hmm. Lentil meatballs. Okay, simple. Mm-hmm. Oh my I gosh, that, that sounds amazing. Everybody loves right it. Now. Okay, yeah, right? okay. Pull that one up and make sure we remember. <laughs> yeah. It I might make that one tonight. So awesome. Thanks for coming and hanging Thank out with us. You. I could talk to you forever. I you feel like too. there's so much that we could dive into, but I'm just excited for all that you're doing. And I hope everyone listening <laughs> checks you out, with whether they're a mom or yep. just someone who's hungry. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for all right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Welcome to the Related Podcast. My name is Carly Bible. And my name is Amanda Bible. And we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between. We hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives. And nothing is off limits. (laughs) You can download new episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. Now back to adulting like a mother father. And we're back. What did you think of that conversation? What did it make you feel inside? I feel like I'm a better mother now. (laughs) But does it make you feel, first of all, does it make you feel relieved that we're past those days? Or does it make you feel like you miss them? Um... Yeah, I don't really miss those days because I feel like that was still like, like I said in in the beginning of this, is it was so fresh. Like in the first couple months or three mm-hmm. months, you know, we weren't sleeping at all. I know. Like we were up every two hours or less. Um, and I don't know about you, but I know about you. We were miserable. <laughs> okay. So let me set the record straight. What I like to say is that for however long it's different for everyone but i think for x amount of time you have this adrenaline when you bring a new baby home yep and you're kind of just you're open mind two weeks <laughs> two weeks was for you that's it and then it wore off <laughs> so for me i and i was very vocal about this on my stories i think i cried one time like just expressing how exhausted one i was one time i'm sure i was just overly open about all this but at one point or another at about four months of not much sleep I realized very quickly that this is not sustainable and I am not a superhero and there's there's no way around this. We have to sleep train. And I was someone who was like, I didn't know what to think about sleep training. It made me nervous. It made me feel like it, you know, it was kind of harsh and I didn't want him to be upset or anxious or feel any sort of separation anxiety. And um, I'm going to be honest, it was actually one of the better things we've done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, looking back now, you you know, we have a different perspective. I think at that time, you just feel so tapped out. And thinking about the idea of going through, typically when you sleep train, you'll go through like one to three or four days where a kid has to cry it out and like figure out how to adjust and put themselves back to sleep. And, you know, when you've been getting them up every time they cry, the idea of letting them cry when you're just like beyond tapped at that point sounds miserable. Yeah. And like your heart hurts for the kid. Just even thinking about it. Oh, I know. It seems like a whole, yeah. Whole but I didn't, thing. I think that like we reached a point where we really didn't have another choice. Oh yeah. You know, it just wasn't at that point. Like I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't optimal. I felt like I was struggling in the day. I was just struggling and that wasn't fair to him. And I felt like he was struggling cause he wasn't getting proper sleep. And I, I used 
breastfeeding is a crutch because it is very convenient to just very quickly, you know, pick him up and nurse him and put him back down because sometimes it would only take a few minutes or less and he'd fall back asleep. So it's so great to be on the other side of that right now mm-hmm. and have a baby that like, you know, knows oh, what dope. sleep is. What? He's dope. He's dope. He's he's standing. He's 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 like clapping. He I mean, mind you, he's he's really challenging. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, we don't have we don't have a easy breezy kid. No, but he's just dope. You know, <laughs> like he said, he's standing. He's crawling everywhere. He's playing with balls now. Like you can roll him a ball and he'll try to roll it Did back. Did you see to him you. try and bounce the basketball? Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. That's from Dada. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else are you doing? That's cool. He eats like a champ. Oh, he's giving kisses now. Oh yeah, that was so sweet. Yeah. You know it's crazy because, and I'm sure so many people can relate to this, but like we haven't been around a lot of our family, and I, I, I think both of us have been just kind of distant, like been scared to let. Uh, to do a lot of gatherings. Right. And knowing that this trip was coming up, there were many times when I had to like talk myself out of feeling anxious about it. And I very much made it clear in every conversation. Like if you guys feel like you've been taking the right precautions, if you've been staying safe, if you feel healthy, you know, you're welcome to, to join us. So, you know, at some point or another, like it just felt like I had to trust everyone. And I, I'm happy to admit that like, it's been really, really it's nice. Been awesome. It's been really, really nice. I mean, I think you should be able to get together with the people that you know well enough and you know, like the lifestyle that they've been living. Yeah. You know, and if, you know, if you're not feeling that well, uh, for whatever reason, you, you would hope that everybody's an adult enough to say like, look, you know, I might be feeling sick or I was around people. I may have been exposed, like probably not the right thing for me to be around you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, because we also had another baby born in our family, it brought me a little more confidence to know that like my aunt and uncle are new grandparents. And so I'm sure that they're taking, you know, precautions because they want to be safe around their new little grandson too yeah yeah 100 percent. crazy times you guys yeah. um well you know we also had a big holiday this weekend so i hope everyone stayed safe and um i hope no one abused <laughs> the firework situation man those things are so aggressive so aggressive yeah they can be it they depends t- where you're at and like what the caliber of fireworks Dude, we are in a residential neighborhood and last night they were like yeah but you're in the, you're in the desert People do it differently in the desert. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, I do want to say something about the the holiday real quick is, uh, you know, there's a lot of content being pushed out right now. That's that's explaining the backstory and putting this holiday in a new light that like mm-hmm. I was, you know, I hate to admit, but I was unfamiliar with some of the stuff that had gone on. Uh, and this is re- related to the BLM movement. Um, You know, it's an odd one because we're just we're in a time where uh, I think facts are being are being presented that none of us well not none of us but a lot of us were unaware of and uh you you just start looking at everything so differently including a holiday that you once thought was you know i hate to use the word innocent but just a a holiday that everybody enjoyed where everybody had a good time Mm -hmm. right but there's a lot more to the story so i don't really want to go any deeper than that but um i do want to acknowledge that it you know, there has been a different mindset around this one. So oh, I encourage yeah. you guys to, to do your research and see what's out there. Yeah. I, I, I had a feeling that it was going to feel different and that's why I kind of just, like you said, I kind of just sat back and, and listened and I approached it differently. And, you know, it's like I said, unique times. And I think a lot of us are are using a lot of this time and it's in, it's invaluable that we're able to focus on things that matter to us and raise our families with different awareness and different, um, conversations. And I mean, that was one thing that I went into depth with last night with my aunts and my mom. Like, I mean, I went down a rabbit hole and like, you know, make, wanting to make sure that we raise geo in diverse communities where like we have these conversations and that, you know, things are just out in the open and that I'm also prepared to answer these questions because I'm naive. You know, I was brought up in a family that like, and I said this to them, it's like, interesting. I feel like we're almost in this, like 
we're our own four walls where we kind of take care of our own because we're a very close family. But I told them, I was like, if I don't, I wouldn't see anyone in our family, like out there trying to like, I don't know what it, what the right terminology is, but it's like, everyone's really protective and loving and nurturing. Um, but we take care of our own. And unfortunately, like I didn't see a ton of like activism and I think we're all just being opened up to so much more know of that. If you, I don't know if you have to preface that with, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are in the same boat. You know what I mean? In my opinion, like human nature causes us to not necessarily, you know, o- always be open or active in the things that aren't directly affecting us. But when they get loud enough, that's when you start paying attention, you know? Yeah. And it is kind of unfortunate that it is like that. Um, but I think that's that's normal across the board. Yeah. It just felt good to be able to just say that out loud. Because now, you know, my cousin had a baby. We're starting our family. Like, it's important for the people of, in my family, like the generations before us, to understand where we stand. And that we do yeah. want to have these conversations and that we are open and we love love and we believe in equality. And these are things that matter to us and black lives matter. And I think um, it just felt good to like express that out loud. And, you know, no one had anywhere. No one could go anywhere because we were literally sitting in a shared living room and everyone was so receptive. And it just makes me feel better because we're all going to grow up very close. You know, this is the family we have. And it just, yeah. I'm sure a lot of families are doing this right now. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I would say, you know, if nothing else, this is, this is a great, like whether you want to like celebrate this traditional holiday or not, um, it's a great excuse to just be with the ones that you love and enjoy each other and enjoy your time together, you know, cause that time together feels pretty rare these days. Or does it? Cause we're all together every day. <laughs> Uh, you know, the pandemic, you're looking at me like I'm no, crazy. No, I understand, but like outside of just us. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. It's just so weird because you have to also be selective as to who you like. For sure. I mean, a perfect example is we wanted to hang out with your brother and they drove all the way down here from North California. North California? North California. <laughs> Nor- Northern North California. Cal- Northern California. And as they were about to come visit us, they realized They that- were literally on the road. They were going to go see my mom first. Oh my gosh. And they found out that there's a potential or there's a possibility that they were exposed to someone who was exposed to COVID. Yeah. And just out of respect for the family, they decided. See, but that's being an adult. He that's did the right a thing huge and adult out move. And basically said, hey man, like this is what's going on. This is what's happened. It's just, I totally get it. And I'm still bumming from it a little bit just because he hasn't seen Gio. And, um, you know, it's just, I guess that's what it is. That's being an adult for sure. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's life. There's a lot of stuff outside of our control. And right now, I think honestly, and this is, this is the conversation that I and, and we had with him is, you know, we don't really know exactly how to feel. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel that concerned or that worried, but at the same time, like, do you want to take that risk? And to me, it's not worth it, especially when you have a nine-month-old at home. It's just easier to err on the side of caution. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we just, I showed you Amanda Klute's post. Yep. And yeah. that's the most heartbreaking. I mean, that's, that is what we are all just so terrified of. You know, yeah. worst, worst case scenario that her husband passed after 95 days and being in the hospital, I mean, it breaks my heart. So, you know, I guess the message is this, like, and I think this is just speaking on our behalf. Like we want to just take precaution. It's important to us. It helps us sleep better at night and, yeah. and have, have good conversations and don't be scared to speak your mind. Yep. Because family is so important. Now I feel like I'm rambling, but my goodness, family is important. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just, it's just you and me in this no, big living good. room. It's all good. <laughs> Geo sleeping. I just want to add to that. Like, we don't want to live our life in fear. I never want to do that. But at the right. same time, like, you got to just look at the overall risk. And at the end of the day, if the risk is you could potentially get COVID 
and you could potentially die when you should have plenty more life ahead of you. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking that risk. Yeah. True that. Well, (laughs) I feel so good about this episode. It felt good to go down memory lane. Um, and I just, I just love having this vice, this vehicle to be able to just, you know, chat about our, our life experiences and open up conversations. And I so value everyone who's listening still. I mean, I don't know exactly how far we are into this episode, but if you're still listening, you earned your, yourself a trip to Apple podcast to leave us a review. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, please do guys. We, we love them. Uh, we love all the feedback, good, bad, uh, yeah. indifferent. And then, uh, mostly good, but yeah. yeah, if you're listening and you're going to go do that, let us know what you guys want to hear about and any potential guests that you'd yes, like us to get on the show. That would be sure. great. Yeah. Um, shout out to Janae. Yes. Thank I think you, Janae, Janae is so cool. I, I really, really like and admire her demeanor when oh, we listen back to her episode. Smooth. Yeah. She's so even keeled. And I love that. And that's as my a style. mom, it's not easy to do. And when you find other moms that have that persona especially being a working mom and i mean they just move she's just been hustling recently you guys got to check her out on instagram sweet potato soul she's got great recipes too Mm -hmm. but yeah very very inspiring to to see a personality just so chill yep and uh you're gonna want to try her food it looks absolutely amazing yeah Uh, so check out the book everything's on instagram sweet potato soul check her out thank you guys we'll see you next week all right Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.